Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Memorial Day 2021. I am Dave Biddle, joined by Steve Hellwagon. First and foremost, thank you very much to all the men and women that have served in our military. Steve, we wouldn't be doing this show right now if it wasn't for them. Oh, I know, Dave. And uh, I've read something really interesting. They talk about Armed Forces Day is for all the current military. Veterans Day is for people who were able to retire and uh you know take their uniform off and uh, today is for all the military that uh, didn't get that opportunity to 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 eventually leave the military they uh, gave their lives and paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom and our security and uh, god bless them and their families and and everybody uh involved uh with the military for uh, for protecting us but uh you know, today is about remembering the sacrifices that were made so that uh, we uh, we could live the the kind of life that we live. So it's uh, really just, uh, it. you know, in a lot of ways, people will celebrate today and enjoy. It. And it really is the best weather that we've had all weekend is going to be today uh, here in central Ohio, finally up in the 70s today. And hope everybody makes a good day of it. Very well said. Very well said. Um, saying thank you doesn't even seem like it, it's even like a one millionth enough of what those uh, men and women did for our country. We're gratefully thankful for what they did for us. All right, let's move on and talk about some football, even though it seems trite to talk football now. Um, huge recruiting weekend for the Buckeyes. Absolutely huge coming up. Seems like they're going to have like tons of guys here for official visits, unofficial visits. Now, the entire month of June is going to be big, but they want to kick it off and have the first weekend be the biggest. They don't want these kids to be sitting around and waiting, as Mark Tantoni told us. They've been loyal. They wanted to they get them here on the first weekend, so Man, it's going to be a crazy weekend, uh, June 4th, 5th, and 6th, Steve. Yeah, it is going to be crazy over there. It's going to be a madhouse, and they've also got some uh, camps going on as well. I know that June 2nd, uh, two days from now, I guess that would be on Wednesday, is the first day of uh, six camp days that they're going to have as well, where I presume it'll be uh, a lot of underclassmen coming in, and probably even a few 2022 kids as well, but uh, this is going to be a, a crazy time, I think, uh, obviously, for uh, Ryan Day, Mark Pantone, all of the recruiting folks, the assistant coaches. Uh, this month of June is going to be tremendously busy. Um, a lot of the, of the commitments will be in this weekend. Quinn Ewers will be in from Texas. 
CJ Hicks, uh, linebacker from uh, Kettering Alter, will be in as well. I think I read it's something like seven of the nation's top 50 prospects will be at Ohio State uh, this coming weekend. Zach Rice, an offensive lineman from Virginia. Amari Abor, a defensive lineman from Texas, will be in, as well as Zion Branch, a safety from Las Vegas, Nevada. Those three guys, guys all national top 50 prospects. And you know that Ryan Day and the coaches are going to do everything they can uh, to, to land those guys this weekend. So if you're following Ohio State football and love recruiting, uh, the coverage of visits, the coverage of camps is coming back. Bill Curlick will be all over it uh, this month. And uh, I'm going to be talking with Bill here in the next day or two on what I can do to support whatever it is that he's doing. So uh, it is going to be a busy time, certainly. And uh, we just hope that, uh, you know, keep that dial right where it's at because Bill's going to be all over it this month. As if he doesn't already sleep, you know, hardly any. Uh, now he's going to yeah, eat and now sleep get... Ohio State recruiting. That's about yeah. all the guy does. So, yeah. Now he's going to sleep even less. All right. Yes. So today is the 10 year anniversary of Jim Trestle getting quote unquote fired. Technically, he resigned because he was forced to resign or he would have been fired. I know you're going to do a big piece on the site for uh, on Bucknuts today for the listeners out there and for the readers. It's just it's crazy. It's been 10 years, man. I remember sitting there just hitting refresh, waiting for that Sports Illustrated story from George Dorman to be posted with all of these all these details, all the crazy things Trestle did. Turns out it was like really a nothing burger talking about. You know, he was uh, making sure certain players won raffles at uh, uh, football camps in like 1982 and just random stuff like that. And there was some bad stuff, but we already knew like the bad stuff. And it's kind of crazy how it worked out. I love Jim Trestle. Love him. I am so appreciative. I know every Buckeye fan is for how he com- came in and flipped the Ohio State-Michigan rivalry on its head. It's like it, we, we just couldn't beat Michigan. And then he goes 9-1 and one, and he beat some really good Michigan teams when he was doing it. And I will always be appreciative of Jim Trestle. But it, man, it's crazy to reflect back i think that's been 10 years to the day steve yeah it it really has been in, in his decade it was nine and one against michigan this decade obviously they didn't play uh last year but eight and one i guess uh you know in in the last decade as well so and i guess what would it be eight in a row i i think up up through uh 2019 so you know that in and of itself tells you, uh, you know, seventeen and two over a nineteen-year span with no game last year. Uh, that was his enduring uh, legacy. That in the two thousand and two national championship, he took something that, uh, you know, was going the wrong direction, and, and I, I wouldn't even say that. I think. You know, John Cooper got it to a point where they were consistently a top 10 team, but um, just couldn't get over the top and win the championship or beat Michigan in any kind of a consistent manner. And Trestle did that. He took, passed it off. You know, Luke Fickle was the coach for the one year. And then Urban Meyer came in and 7-0 and against Michigan. He was. Uh, with three Big Ten championships and and uh, the national championship in 2014, and the program is on great footing, you know, with Ryan Day back to back Big Ten championships, back to back playoff appearances, top four. So, uh, you know, I think in a lot of ways, and I don't know that it was in total turmoil at the end of Cooper's reign, but you know, Trestle came in and and got things, you know, solidified. And it's remained on solid ground for 20 years where no other program can even say that. So uh, to my way of thinking, um, and I mean, nobody can say that nationally. Alabama wasn't any good in that decade. Uh, Clemson wasn't 
that good in that decade. And those are the only three right now that you can consistently say are going to be, you can guarantee at the beginning of the season that at the end of the season, those three will be in the top five. Um, you know, they're the only three right now. You can say that. So uh, Ohio state uh, for 20 years has been at or near the top of college football. And a lot of it to do to what Jim Tressel uh, brought in that day. I mean, we knew that the end was probably coming at some point. Um, you know, I'll go back. Uh, I mean, we all know the, the whole story and everything that happened, but there was a television interview with Chris Spielman in April or May, probably after the spring game. And he had kind of broken ranks at that point and had said that some things to play hall on television that, uh, you know, uh, may, maybe it would be better if Ohio State made a break with Jim Tressel. And that was the first person publicly who uh, made that break. And Chris was on the radio at that time, I think, at 97.1. And I think people were surprised to hear him say that. But as the weeks followed, about three weeks after he said that, uh, Gordon Gee, obviously, uh, Gene Smith, uh, you know, met with Jim Tressel, and, and that was that. So it came as a surprise. Uh, I was awoken by the phone ringing at eight in the morning on Memorial Day 10 years ago. It was my father-in-law. You know, I had been up very late the night before and was sleeping on the couch, and the phone kept ringing. I'm like, Who, why is nobody answering the phone? And it was my father-in-law saying, Steve, uh, Jim Tressel's resigned. You better get to work. And that was about 8 a.m., that uh, that morning on Memorial Day 10 years ago. And yeah, we got to work. We had a, a busy time there for a while. So uh, yeah, it, uh, but all's well that ends well. And of course, Trestle, now the president, the last six years at Youngstown State. So he uh, never got back into coaching and uh, has done everything he can do to, to boost uh, higher education in his part of the state up there, Akron and then Youngstown State. So, uh, you know, hats off to him as well. He's an absolute legend. Like I said, I will always love him. And uh, it's it's crazy. I remember thinking when he got fired, basically, I'm thinking, uh-oh. You know, we just saw the golden age of Ohio State football. And, man, it's not going to get any better than that, will it? And we said the 2011 season, uh, Luke Fickle, you know, had both arms tied behind his back. I mean, that was – you can't put it all on him. Now, uh, you know, I, I would say, you know, maybe uh, uh, somebody who wasn't a rookie coach, someone maybe who was a more seasoned coach, uh, a better coach would have – you know, probably would have done better than six and seven that year. But my point is, I remember thinking, uh-oh, is did we just watch the golden age of Ohio State football? Is it ever going to be that good again? And then Urban Meyer comes in and takes it to another level. Now, not like a crazy other level. I mean, they each won one national championship, Meyer and Trestle. But, you know, it just took recruiting to another level Now where Ryan Day has it. It's amazing to me how it worked out, Steve, because Jim Trestle, his tenure could not have I – mean, yeah, technically could have, you know, could have gone better in my book it couldn't have gone any better and then for it to be for the level of Ohio State football to be raised with Urban Meyer and Ryan Day it's incredible how it's yeah they out were supposed guys. to be down for several years after that trestle departure and how messy that was but uh, obviously they had the ace in the hole with Urban Meyer who had uh, you know resigned from Florida the year be year before and was in television and um, you know he he had done several games and uh, obviously uh Ohio State was able to put it together and, and, and uh, entice him to come out of his self-imposed uh, uh, exile and and came back to college football and, and uh, did a great job, no question about it. I thought it was very poignant 
uh, being uh, down on the field for the 2015 National Championship game, Oregon and Ohio State, January 2015, from the 2014 season, that uh, they were recognizing the College Football Hall of Fame inductees, and Jim Tressel was in that class. I think um, he was – he may have just been inducted in December, or I, I don't know, or was – yeah, I guess he would have been because they announced him in mid-year, and then they inducted them late in the year. So he had been announced in mid-2014 and was being recognized at the championship game, and he was on the field shaking hands with Jeff Hireman and some of the upperclassmen that he had recruited – to Ohio State, who were about to win the national championship. Very poignant moment for him to be there and, and to see it through. You know, the, the guys that he brought to Ohio State, uh, um, you know, were, were winning the national championship that day. And, and uh, it was great that he was a part of that. Great stuff from Steve Hellwagon. Thank you very much, Steve. And, of course, thank you to everybody who has given their life in the name of our country. We could not appreciate you any more than we do. Thanks again to Steve. I hope everyone has a great day. Let's hear the Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.